When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys Small Screen Scares, a mini-series where three cowardly friends discuss horror television. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watch The Haunting of Hill House, Episode 9, Screaming Mimis. Almost there, boys. What a fucked name. It, like, it's one of those things where it's like... Like a like a in a horror film when a kid has an imaginary friend who you know is bad, and so the idea that something that sounds childlike and fun yeah just has this like sinister undertone and is a thousand times worse yeah, yeah. like if it was called Death Dreams you'd be like oh yeah mm. but screaming Mimi that's like everything that character says though it's fucked what's her name again I can't Poppy Hill Poppy Hill that's yeah right. she, yep. everything she says is just a bit fucked a bit wrong yeah yeah is this the first time you. Yeah, this is the first time you meet her properly, isn't it? I think so. We've probably seen her before. We've definitely seen her. We We've seen her, old her. I think in the last episode with Luke. Yeah, she's the one who comes up behind yeah. and grabs him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that grab is no good. No. It's not like, gotcha, it's like hand over the mouth, hand on his head. Yeah. Like, he's done. It's like a full wraparound. Um, the only note I made for this episode is young Hugh did a tremendous job not shitting his pants <laughs> in that scene where he goes to get Stephen. Yeah. Right. All the other kids are out in the car, but it's just like he turns around and most of the ghosts are behind him. Yes. There's like yes. that doom sound and then he runs the other way and then up the stairs comes the fucking tall floating man. Yeah. He's the worst. Oh, he's not the worst one. Bet neck lady is. Yeah. But that, something about him is fucked. Yeah. So, but at that point though, you've you learned that the bet neck lady isn't evil. No. It's, it's Nell. So anytime you would see her again, you're like, oh, she's okay. Yeah. yeah. That guy is, well, he's, he's a criminal. Yeah. He was a bootlegger and he's Poppy's husband, isn't he? I believe so. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, because mm. there's a line about her husband being there. Um, he was short, and then he, then he got tall. Yeah, okay. and it's like now he's a and he's a giant. Now, now he's too tall. Now he's too tall. Yeah. Um. It's, yeah. It's when she's talking to uh, when she meets Olivia in Olivia's version of the red room, which is that little reading room. Yeah. And she comes in and talks to her, and Olivia just assumes she's dreaming because she has these weird visions that we mm. alluded to. And yeah, she has that conversation where she tells a story about how her, her kids. Died and she killed her kids. How one of them was in a wheelchair, one of them wouldn't stop, right? Br- wouldn't stop breathing, and how yeah. she kept them safe. She kept them safe. And you've already heard uh, Mrs. Dudley and Mr. Dudley talk about how Poppy was just was insane, was yes. just criminally insane, yeah. and yeah. met met the husband in an asylum. Do, <laughs> yeah, like, do you think she's the most dangerous ghost in this house? Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. but I think it's a case of like I, I see it as like she's actually harm. Like the ghosts are all actually harmless to a degree. The issue is, is they're just all the house. 
of mm. all the house. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, Poppy's the most dangerous. Poppy's like Olivia, but way more fucked because she's been there longer, presumably. Right, but is is Olivia like Olivia because of Poppy's influence? Yeah. And the house. But then is, yeah, is it even Poppy or is it just the house? I think it's the house and Poppy and all of it. Because you get that great bit in this episode where it shows you the night they leave from Olivia's perspective. Right. When you have that beat where... She tries the door slowly because Poppy's like, he's keeping them from you. They're inside yeah. there. Because I also get the idea that Poppy can't actually do anything to the kids. Right. Mm. That's what I... She that, needs to she needs influence to, Olivia. Yeah, she needs to influence Olivia or the house is using Poppy to influence Olivia. Right. Whether it's one of those things where there's like multiple versions of the ghosts, there's mm. like the ghosts and then there's like the house making the ghosts that are evil. Yeah. I don't... It, it's... It's up in the air. Well, my read on this must be wrong then, but I thought the old woman in the bed is old Poppy. Well, isn't it? No, I thought it's her daughter. Yeah. The the woman that Mrs. Dudley cared for. So when Poppy's trying to get Olivia to open the door and then the old woman says she lies. She lies. Uh, For some reason, I thought that was old Poppy. Nah, nah. I don't think Poppy lives to old age. Okay. It's my read of it. She dies. Basically, when you die, that's what you look like. That's what, yeah. So she died... At that age, mm, so yeah. she's stuck that age, and that old woman is is the is the woman that Mrs. Dudley cared for. But I don't know if that age thing checks out though, because in the next episode you get Mrs. Dudley who dies as an old woman, but is her young self. Mm. Yeah, I've got something. When we get to that episode, okay. I want to talk about that. Actually. Sure. Okay. Well, on this episode, this episode is probably if we had to say Olivia had an episode, I would say it's this, yeah, this is her episode. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It is. This is her episode. Yeah. As well as it also functions as because it's her episode, we. We really finally get that last piece of the puzzle of what happened that night. Yeah. And even everything, all the weird, all the moments of her being a little bit odd mm. in, in some of the other kids' stories. Yes. Yeah. That when Stephen gives her the thing, she just punches it and you don't know why. And mm. now you learn that she's being plagued by visions the house is showing her of her two children dead. Yeah. Yeah. And horrifically, the versions of their deaths are the versions of them when Olivia, like, that version of Nell is just the version of Nell that's in the funeral home. Right. So it's like, it's almost like a, like, self-fulfilling prophecy. The yeah. House is like, these kids are going to die. It's going to be your fault, mm. but these kids are going to die. Yeah. yeah. And they, they look like this when they die because you killed them. Yeah. It's kind of this- It's haunting yeah, because it's like they're, they're adults in her visions, but you you expect that she still knows they're her children. Well, yeah, she recognizes them because when because she has that dream where she walks into the more Nell's there yeah. and Luke's also Luke's there, there too. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't, Luke's on the floor, but she goes to Nell first and she's like, she seems to have like a moment of recognition and it's then when she spots Luke on the floor that she realizes they these are my children. Right. Yes. And it's just that bit where she's unpicking the wire on her oh, teeth and she's so like, Mommy. Awful. Oh, it's fucking it's it's horrific. It's horrific, but it also functions well because obviously then when she goes to protect them by giving them rat poison, there's enough there for you to go, well, yeah, that was so horrific she wants to save them from that. Like yeah. the obviously it's madness and Poppy's gotten into her head, but yeah. you can the, you can put the pieces together to figure out what the jigsaw puzzle she's looking at looks like. Oh, yeah. for sure. You never look at Olivia's actions and like scream at the screen, what the fuck are you doing? Right. She's like, I completely get it from yeah. your point of view. Yeah. You're just being twisted by the house. Yeah. Yes. And she assumes yeah. that they're asleep. That yeah. whole thing of like, if they're having the worst nightmare, wouldn't you want to wake them up? Yeah. She's yeah. Like, yeah. I would. Everyone else is the villain to her because they're trying to kill her kids. Right. Only she can save them. She's trying to wake them up from the horrible dream. What's yeah. that f- fucking brilliant line that either it's either Poppy or, or Olivia says about how 
when you get, you let your kids go out in the world, there are teeth. The world is full of teeth. The world's mm. full of teeth. It just yeah. bites, like takes pieces of your children. Yeah. And again, it's like she's saying this, like because that's what the world's doing. That's right. the house. The house is teeth. Yes. The house is a mouth. The house is a stomach. It is feeding on these children. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it just puts those final pieces, and it's heartbreaking because there's still moments where Olivia is is nice. Yeah. And it's also interesting because this is the only episode it doesn't show the present day at all. Mm. It's just all flashback. And you end on the cliffhanger of Luke getting grabbed. Yep. Yeah. And Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And also, we've got to talk about that that final scene where she, she gets the kids. She gets Nell and Luke and poor Abigail. Who we learn is real. Who we learn is real. In which the most is heartbreaking. It's very good. It's very bad. It's 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 good good television. Has she been real the whole time? Yes. Yeah. But has. as in, I wonder though, when Luke is hanging out with her, maybe she's real sometimes and maybe she's not. I got the sense that she was real. Yeah, she was real the whole time. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. she even says, I sneak out. All the time. Yeah. Because the first time he sees her, he's not in the house, he's out in the woods. It's, just, it's a nice reversal for the family who just thinks he's a kid with a magic friend. It's a reversal for us, the audience, who have seen ghosts literally in every corner of every fucking frame yeah. to go, oh, of course she's not real. Yeah. This yeah. Is and you've ghost. seen her in the house where Nell goes back and you see her like all over the place. So it's like, oh, well, of course she's not a real. Yeah. She's an imaginary friend. And then you get enough pieces of information that you could solve it on your own, but it's not until Olivia walks in and is like, wait, who's that? Right. It's like, I told you, it's Abigail. And she's like, mum and dad don't want me going out. And you're like, oh, it's the Dudley's girl. Yeah. And so you get you get that revelation. You're like, okay. And then it's like, oh, I've seen her as a ghost in the house. Oh, yes. no. Yeah. As well as we know, grown up Nell and Luke exist or existed. Yep. So, yeah, you can quickly see where it's heading yeah, for. It's horrible. It's so <sighs> it's horrific. so heartbreaking. And like even obviously entering the red room for the first time and just the, how easily that door opens. Mm-hmm. And it's really bad. It, and then it's not decked out as anything. Yeah. It's just mold. Or, like, yeah, it's, it's yuck. awful. It's where all the black mold's coming from. It's the, it's just oh, it's just like a stomach. cancer of the house, yeah. really. Yeah. Mm. It's awful. It's the stomach of the house. And then when Hugh realizes, like imagine having that realization, waking up and going... She's gonna kill the kids. Mm. It's it's that great that great little throwaway bit where he's doing something else. Well, I think Shirley comes to him and says, "I just saw mum." And he's like, "What do you mean?" And then he sees the rat poison, and he just fucking freaks out. Yeah, it's like, like even <sighs> even following her story of like them having conversations, she needs some a break from the house and everything. She like agrees. That. She's like, "I do." She agrees. She's like nothing but agreeable. And then we're going, "Okay, okay, this is maybe this is gonna." I know it's not gonna work out well, but. She never even, like, all that was false. She yep. just goes to the hotel room, that's it. The same yeah. hotel room that Nell yeah. goes to when she lies. Again, it's that great parallel. Nell lies to her dad and says, I'm at home, when she's not. Mm. And Olivia lies, lies to Hugh. And there's almost this bit where it's like, there's a test there. If she, I like to, in my brain, it's like when she rings him from the hotel room, if, she, if he answers the phone and everything seems 
fine. Mm. She leaves and goes to her sisters. Yep. But I think she's just. I've just got. I've just got to check one last time. And there's just. There's you know. There's five children. Yeah. And there's lots going on. And he's he's under the pump. And there's heaps happening. And the kids are just being kids. But she's like. Oh, he can't protect them. Yeah. Only I can. I've got to come back. Yeah. yeah. And then I also wanted to talk about this episode um, as the penultimate episode in a, in a series. So, typically for a serialized TV show, the second to last episode is when the worst shit happens. This is your second act turn, basically. Yeah. yeah. You, you know you're in for a bad time if it's a 10-episode series and it's episode nine. Yeah. Um, and, like, for, it's interesting for a series like this because... It's so horrific. Every episode has terrible bits. It's not your, like, you know, it's not a standard TV show. It's a horror TV show. So it's interesting that the, the horrible thing obviously needs to be that missing piece of what we've had. And it truly is horrible because it is like the thing that infects them for the rest of their lives. Like it, it is the, the wound that we talked about that gets built upon and built yeah. upon and, and made worse and worse and worse. So like seeing it play out for me was just, Brutal. Like there was like, it was just, I hate it. Like, I, like it was great television, wonderfully, wonderfully acted, all that sort of stuff. But like, I did find myself wanting to look away, even though it wasn't the scariest by a long way, but just because, you know, I think the inevitability of it really is what, like it's, it's in the past. It's already happened. We know it's happened. It was yeah. one of the saddest. Yeah. This episode is a bullet fired from a gun. 10 episodes ago. Right. And it hits. And you know, and you've seen it coming for yeah. ten ep- but 8 or 9 episodes. And you're just like, her, oh no. Yeah. Her acting in just before she jumps off the stairs yes. is fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that's just enormous from her. And the, the girl playing Poppy too is really good because there's times mm-hmm. in it where she's a little bit over the top with her like 1920 slang and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But when she goes a bit quiet and threatening, it's fucked. And like, I'm not sure who did the music, but the music mixed with the performance when she's just saying, I just want to wake up. Mm, just, yeah. I just want to wake up. And then... Phew. We've not spoken about the music. The theme, the re- that recurring piano theme that Breaks plays throughout the whole show yeah. is so fucking good. Yeah. So fucking good. Mm. I, I, I don't have the composer's name in front of me. I think I wrote in my notes on episode one when we <laughs> didn't mention it then. <laughs> but like, it's, it's, it, particularly it's that theme that's used anytime Nell is around or Olivia's yep. around, that kind of really haunting, soft little piano thing. Mm. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah. Well, we've got one episode to go, but we'll get to that next week. <laughs> That is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. If you scary listeners would like to email us or just say hi, you can do so at 3 at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. I'm at Orchid Trade. Stay scared, everyone.